2: My name is Doc Washburn. It is honor to fi- be filling in for the great one again, especially on such an historic occasion. For everyone who's been saying no one is ever going to be held accountable for the attempt to try to take down Donald Trump and his administration. For everyone who's been saying, wake me up if anyone's ever indicted, yada, yada. Or worse, something I saw on social media recently. The Durham investigation is just a head fake, man. For all of those people, today, the first indictment of a, of a member of the cabal who broke laws to try to take down a legally elected president was not only announced, but the perp pleaded guilty today. Come on. What up, what up, what up? Talk to me, KC. Do you like it? I like today pretty good. By the way, the great one, Mark Levin, called this three and a half years ago. So what an honor to have filled in for him on February 5th this year, the day President Trump won the impeachment vote in the United States Senate, forever exonerated, and now again, August 14th, 2020, the day the first perp in the Obamagate coup attempt pleads guilty.
3: Oh, but did we catch them in the act or what? Yep. You know what I'm talking Oh, did we catch them in the act? Yes, sir. They are very embarrassed.
2: They never thought they were going to get caught. We caught them. That's right, Mr. President, you sure did. You know, I've been saying this for a long time. Attorney General William Barr and U.S. Attorney John Durham are coming, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. So everybody who's been saying for the last three and a half years, I am so tired of this. I've lost my patience. Uh, I've given up. I don't think anybody's, anything's going to ever happen. Nobody's going to be held accountable. Let me remind you something that I said when I filled in for the great one the day before Thanksgiving last year. If you're going to take a shot at the king, you better not miss. And in this case, the king is the deep state. I don't know how to say it any more clearly than the fact that this coup attempt, this conspiracy was so broad, so widespread... It was in multiple different parts of our intelligence community and intelligence communities of other countries. And anyone who was to be indicted would have access to the finest criminal defense attorneys money can buy. And these are some really bad characters. And so William Barr... And John Durham had to take their time, and, and other U.S. attorneys, had to take their time and make sure all the T's are crossed and all the I's are dotted. So today, today, the first domino fell. All right, um, more about all that in a moment. But before I get too far ahead of myself, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. My name Doc Washburn. I do the afternoon drive. Talk show at Mark's Affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas. I come on right before Mark Levin on K-A-R-N in Little Rock. Before that, I did a late-night talk show at Mark's Affiliate in Charlotte, North Carolina at WBT. I grew up in Charlotte, by the way. And before that, even, I did talk radio in Panama City, Florida, and Savannah, Georgia. I did music radio for 20 years. I got into talk radio in 1997. So I have to tell you about a surreal experience. I was listening to Mark last night. And toward the end of the first hour, something totally unexpected happened. Mark asked Mr. Producer who was going to be filling in for him tonight. And he mentioned my name, Doc Washburn, on the radio and had some some kind things to say about me and I was just blown away. Now, you might think this is crazy, the connection that I made, but I'm a music guy. So it reminded me of an interview I heard with classic rock star Neil Young a couple of years after the tragic plane crash which took the lives of several members of the southern rock band Leonard Skinnerd. And the interviewer asked Neil what he thought the first time he heard Skinnerd's song Sweet Home Alabama with these lyrics. So Neil's response, well first of all I really liked the way they played their guitars. And then when I heard my own name coming out of the radio speakers, I thought, now this is just too good to be true. And that's exactly how I felt when I heard Mark mention my name on the on the radio last night. Wait, what? Okay, well, no, uh, okay, I get it. Uh, okay, well, not exactly. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I have never actually heard Mark play guitar. Good catch, Mr. Producer. Uh, appreciate that. But other than that, I hope it made sense. Now, uh, a, a couple of things couple of things before we get back to the uh, the big news of today. If you would like to call in and get in on the conversation, as always, the number to call The Mark Levin Show is 877-381-3811. Also, very important, this Sunday night on Life, Liberty, and Levin, on Fox News Channel, Mark discusses Joe Biden picking California Senator Kamala Harris, to be his vice presidential running mate with Mark Pulliam, attorney and contributing editor of Law and Liberty, plus Joe Concha, media reporter at TheHill.com. All right, now, all that having been said, again, 877-381-3811 to call in. Okay, let's get to the big news today. The guilty plea by the first of the Obamagate coup plotters to fall. FBI Attorney Kevin Kleinsmith. Now, first of all, Mark sounded the alarm that the Obama administration spied on President Trump way back, almost three and a half years ago on this very radio show, March 2nd, 2017. That's very early. It took a lot longer than that for a lot of people to, uh, to pick up on it. Then, He went on Fox and Friends Sunday that weekend and made the case there, as if that wasn't enough, he went on Sean Hannity's popular Fox News Channel TV show the following Monday to get the word out. Now, here's how Chris Pandolfo at conservativereview.com described it all the way back in March 2017. He said, Mark Levin gave an interview on Fox News, Fox and Friends weekend Sunday morning, in which he laid out the case against the Obama administration' use of police state tactics against President Donald Trump. Those are Mark's words, police state tactics, and boy was he right. Levin said the evidence is overwhelming. Using public records and mainstream media reporting, he showed how the Obama administration obtained a FISA court warrant for an intelligence service, a FISA court warrant to surveil Donald Trump's presidential campaign in 2016. The question is, to what extent did the Obama administration spy on Donald Trump's campaign, and how much did President Obama know? Mark Levin took pains to reiterate that the evidence of spying by the Obama administration was not his own speculation. The mainstream media had presented the case in the course of a year of reports on the Obama administration, Levin just connected the dots. By the way, by the way, let me just digress for a second here. Never forget, Mark Levin is an attorney, and a really good one, and good attorneys are trained to connect the dots. We have, uh, Chris Pandolfo over at uh, ConservativeView.com back in March 2017, he said, going forward, Mark Levin said the Trump administration ought to pursue the release of the Obama administration's FISA court warrants and the documents regarding the application for those warrants, a congressional investigation into the extent of the spying on Trump's campaign is necessary, and Congress should request copies of President Obama's daily intelligence briefings for the duration of the surveillance on Donald Trump's campaign. As for President Trump, he should appoint a deputy attorney general to investigate from the executive branch. It's time to get to the bottom of this. And boy... Talk about get to the bottom of this. They certainly did. They certainly did. I mean, obviously back in March 2017, none of us could have seen William Barr and John Durham and all the other U.S. attorneys involved in this coming. But indeed, they did get to the bottom of it. Now, what I want to do coming up, I want to get into the specifics of what happened today with the guilty plea being announced of FBI attorney Kevin Kleinsmith, and don't let the mainstream media and even Wikipedia fool you on this, he was by no means a low-level FBI attorney. By no means. Once again, the number to call in, get in the conversation, 877-381-3811. This is uh, Doc Washburn, as happy as a pig in mud, to be filling in Uh, For my buddy, the great one, Mark Levin.
0: Mark Levin. Now I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College. One of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive in Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to LevinforHillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, LevinforHillsdale.com. All
2: right, Doc Washburn in for the great one, Mark Levin. From C, the shining sea. Let me just give you a little bit about Klein uh, Smith before we get to your calls here at Three uh, pardon me at eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. May as well go to the the great Sean Davis over the Federalist. He says a top FBI lawyer who fabricated evidence in a federal spy warrant against Trump campaign affiliate Carter Page is expected to plead guilty to federal charges brought by U.S. Attorney John Durham. Kevin Kleinsmith, who is expected to admit to deliberately fabricating evidence in a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act warrant application used to spy on a former campaign affiliate of President Donald Trump, was a top attorney in the FBI's Office of General Counsel and a key agency attorney under fired former FBI Director James Comey. So like I said before the break, don't let the mainstream media fool you. This is not some kind of low-level guy. Smith is the first individual to be charged as part of U.S. Attorney John Durham's investigation into the efforts in 2016 and 2017 to spy on the Trump campaign and the Trump administration. Both Durham and Attorney General William Barr stated at the conclusion of the Inspector General investigation of the Carter Page FISA warrants, that they had reason to believe the entire investigation of Trump, which allegedly began late July 2016, was not legally predicated. In other words, there was no legal excuse to begin investigating Trump. Now, Durham was tapped by Barr, or at least Barr announced that he had tapped Durham. May of 2019, who knows how long he'd been working on it, to investigate the Russian collusion hoax and determine whether any criminal charges against those who perpetrated it were warranted. Kevin Kleinsmith's deliberate falsification of a federal spy warrant was first revealed last December following a lengthy investigation by the Justice Department Office of the Inspector General headed by Michael Horowitz. He and his team wrote in a 434-page report that Kleinsmith altered an email from a separate U.S. federal agency, the CIA, to falsely state Carter Page had never worked with the CIA so they can investigate suspected, uh, pardon me, that he had never worked with the CIA to investigate suspected Russia agents operating within the U.S. In fact, as Smith was told by the CIA operative, Page had worked with the CIA previously as well as with the FBI. So, the Inspector General comes out with a report last December, says Smith omitted Carter Page's prior relationship with another U.S. government agency, despite being reminded by the other agency, June 2017, prior to the filing of the final FISA warrant renewal application about Carter Page's past status with that other agency. Instead of including this information in the final renewal application, Inspector General said KleinSmith altered an email from the other agency So the email stated Carter Page was not a source for the other agency, which the FBI relied upon in signing the final renewal application. So, after the Inspector General investigation was completed, the investigation of the abuse of the FISA process by Jim Comey and his lieutenants, the federal court that reviews FISA warrants ruled at least two of the four applications against Carter Page were illegal, including the application that included Kevin Kleinsmith's fabricated claim that Carter Page never previously assisted the the CIA. Carter Page's previous work for the federal government was a key issue given that each of the FISA warrants used to spy on him falsely claimed he was an illegal Russian agent working on behalf of the Kremlin. Carter Page was never formally charged with any wrongdoing. Clinesmith's name first made national news after his anti-Trump text messages to another FBI attorney, Sally Moyer, surfaced following a different Inspector General investigation of anti-Trump bias from top FBI attorneys and investigators. Clinesmith texted to Moyer shortly after Trump won the presidential election in November of 2016, quote, I'm just devastated, plus my GD name is all over the legal documents investigating his stuff, unquote. Moyer later asked Kleinsmith, Is it making you rethink your commitment to the Trump administration? Ostensibly referring to Kleinsmith's plan to remain at the FBI after Trump's inauguration. Kleinsmith responded, quote, Hell no, viva la resistance. And then John Davis, the Federalist, links to the full federal charging document detailing Kleinsmith's crimes. Now, having said all that, there is a tidbit in the charging documents. I don't know if anybody's talked about this yet today. Mr. Kleinsmith's lawyers also argued that their client did not try to hide the CIA email from other law enforcement officials as they sought the final renewal of the page wiretap. Mr. Kleinsmith had provided the unchanged CIA email to Crossfire Hurricane FBI agents and the Justice Department lawyer drafting the original wiretap application which brings up the the question who else knew about klein smith's lies who else and again the thing about carter page is if you get a warrant to surveil him you get two hops you can surveil everybody he emails and everybody those people email and that's how they were trying to get to trump 877 381 3811 Doc Washburn, returning on The Mark Levin Show. Show.
0: Now I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive In Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com levinforhillsdale.com
4: Mark Levin America's Tyranny Hunter. Call in now,
2: 877-381-3811. All right, Doc Washburn in for the great one, Mark Levin, who will be back Monday night. So I just, I just uh, shared with you this article from uh, Sean Davis over the Federalist explaining the significance of the announcement of the guilty plea of top FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith today. I was running out of time going to the Bobby Hour break. I, I just want to make sure you understand why they wanted Carter Page and George Papadopoulos and whoever else. If you get a FISA court warrant to spy on someone, um the government allows you, the federal statute allows you what they call two hops. So you can spy on that person, text message, email, whatever. And also, one hop, spy on everybody they're communicating with. And then the second hop, spy on everybody they're communicating with. And that's how they were trying to get Trump and whoever else was high up in the... Uh, in the campaign and then the administration. Okay. Now, having said that, Sean Davis, one of the people I follow on on Twitter, over the Federalist, and somebody asked him, a guy named uh, Jeff Gisha, uh, if I'm saying that pronounced uh, pronouncing that correctly, he asked Sean Davis, "Am I reading all this correctly that they weaponized Carter Page's intelligence work on behalf of the United States in order to frame him as a traitor?" And Sean Davis says, yep, a former naval officer helped US, attorney, pardon me, helped U.S. authorities track down Russian spies and the corrupt Jim Comey FBI falsely told the FISA court those contacts proved that Carter Page was himself a treasonous Russian spy. All right, can you imagine uh, the level of depravity that's going on here this is this is no small time penny ante criminal stuff the level of depravity that has to exist for people to be willing to do this is just flabbergasting to me you know what i'm saying All right, 877-381-3811. Let me go to uh, George in San Diego. George, you are on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up?
4: Yes, thank you. I'll bet you there are thousands, and I mean thousands upon thousands, of your listeners today that are feeling exactly as I am, and that is that, well, they've thrown us a bone. Uh, you know, we have, we have anxiously awaited results from what in any other situation would have come within, within uh, months, if not weeks. And, and we're waiting for some substance here. And I'm telling you, I feel, as I'm sure others do, that they're just throwing us a bone. You, you, you refer to Kleinsman as a high up in the, in the FBI uh, organization. Look, it's got to go a lot higher than that. I mean when when are we going to when I hear that indictments have come down for James Comey indictments have come down for for clapper uh and the rest of them then then I'll start believing again you know I love my country i but I totally distrust my government, and I don't give a damn which party is in there as a just as a private citizen I'm getting damn tired of of, of constantly being thrown bones and now listen to. This. Listening to Hannity earlier today, the only people that have benefited from this whole damn thing are those writing books about this. You know, you can take your Craig Jarrett and your Solomon and, and all of this always always coming out with breaking news, something big today. And nothing big ever happens. And this Kleinsmith thing isn't big at all.
2: So you don't think Kleinsmith is going to roll over on anybody bigger?
4: No. Of course he's not going to roll over. He's, he's not going to be forced to. <laughs> he's not going to be forced to he's going to walk out of there he's probably obviously going to be going to be forced out of the out of the agency Uh, i know
2: he was forced out out a long time ago so so let me make sure i understand so as far as you're concerned when donald trump interviewed william barr and then william barr interviewed john durham each one told the other, look, uh, I'm just kidding about wanting people held accountable. I don't, I don't really want I, – I just want them all to walk. And when I leave office after a second term, i want to have to look over my shoulder the rest of my life to see if any of these bad guys are, are gaining on me. I don't want anybody going to prison. I don't want anybody held accountable. That, that, that's your belief?
4: My, my belief is they've all got filth on each other. And, and, and like I said earlier, I, you know, look, I'm 74 years old. I, I served I served 18 months in Vietnam I gave up wow. a great segment of my life and 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 but I totally distrust what's happening and I believe that we as American citizens just common Joes if you will that work for we're all being just tossed a bone to keep us to just to keep us quiet until after the the election in November now should uh, Donald Trump be defeated which uh, God hope he doesn't uh, that he isn't, but if he is, this is all just going to go away. And anybody that doesn't believe that's a damn fool.
2: Well, I mean, Barr even admitted he understood that it would all go away if if Trump was uh, was defeated, and, and, of course, that's something we can agree on. Uh, first of all, um, I appreciate your service. God bless you. It's people like you uh, that have, uh, you know, risked their lives so the rest of us can have freedom. But as big as this conspiracy was... It is just remarkable to me that you would think that they could get to the bottom of it and roll out indictments in a matter of weeks. That just doesn't make any sense to me.
4: I think they could have rolled out indictments months ago, if not a year ago. Uh, Look, I'm frustrated. And and I know that you have tens of thousands of, of listeners right now that are frustrated. I mean, show us the money. Show us the money, you know, to, to, to quote the phrase.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, George, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, I have no doubt whatsoever that Donald Trump picked the right guy for attorney general and that William Barr picked the right guy for the, the charging documents today on Kleinsmith said that it uh, called John Durham special attorney to the attorney general. I've never seen that before. All right, 50, uh, pardon me. <laughs> I almost gave out my local number in Little Rock, 877-381-3811. Uh, let me go with uh, Corey in Corpus Christi, Texas. You are on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. What's up?
5: Hey, Doc. I, I, I kind of want to echo um, the last caller's sentiment. I mean, I guess we're all pretty cynical now of what's going on in government. Maybe that's why. And, yeah. Well, I agree that klein Smith is, uh, you know, he's a good, he's a good catch. Yeah. But he's not. He's not Clapper. He's not Baker. He's not. He's not Comey. And he access to some of the best defense attorneys in the world, and these guys have all been giving interviews. They've all been talking to Brent, to Durham and, and Durham's people. And no good defense attorney is going to let their clients give interviews if they think there's ever going to be an indictment coming.
2: How, How do Claper, we know Claper, who's Claper. talked to Durham and who hasn't talked to Durham? Huh? How do we know who's talked to Durham and who hasn't talked to Durham?
5: Well, they put out that Durham's talked to Clapper and he's talked to Brenham. I mean, the well, Brenham's
2: the mainstream now- media, based on anonymous sources, will put out all kinds of stuff. I, You know, a lot of times they're wrong. Um, but... Let, let me ask you something, the same thing I asked uh, George in San Diego. Do you really think that Klein Smith's not going to roll over on bigger people? Do you really think that he gets off on just this one count because he wasn't willing to cooperate with federal prosecutors? No, no,
5: I'm sure that he's going to talk. I mean, who's, who, in his position, I mean, I know he's, uh, he's down for the resistance, but I bet he's not down for the resistance that much. But I think here's the, here's the problem. If they, if he, if, if let's say Barr and Durham find out a whole bunch of stuff, and it leads them right back to uh, Obama and Vice President Biden, yeah. Now, and they have them dead to rights, hands in the cookie jar, yeah. Now they have a problem because what do you think is going to happen if they have the ability, and they know they should, to indict President Obama and Vice President Biden,
2: yeah who were both in that January 5th, 2017 meeting just a couple of weeks before uh, Trump took over, and and obviously they were very much part of the conspiracy to take down Michael Flynn. Now, that is an excellent uh, question, Corey, and I'm going to try to deal with it coming up on the other side of the break. I appreciate your call, and I appreciate... Um, that that that's that's very compelling. That, that that is a great thought starter, and we're going to have to deal with that on the side of the on the other side of the break. Uh, more of your calls coming up at eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Now I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show, and my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College. One of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called In Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive in Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to LevinforHillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, LevinforHillsdale.com.
2: All right, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one from Little Rock, Arkansas, and what an honor to be here with you. All right, um, my last caller, my last caller had a point, and, and, and my first couple of callers have been like, hey, we're real frustrated, man, we don't see anything happening, and I'm thinking, well, a lot of people were telling me nothing's going to happen as in nothing's going to happen, and so the first indictment today, no, that doesn't count, that doesn't count. Now we got to have the big names, and my last caller was asking about, um, asking about Obama and Biden. And uh, by the way, uh, Mr. Producer, uh, the uh, call screener just went away, so I guess I'm going to hit connect again. Yeah, okay, and maybe we'll come back. Oh. Oh, password. Hey, I got a password around here somewhere. Ha, <laughs> ha, Live radio. Isn't it fun? Yeah, I got the password. I got a password. I'm going to bring the, uh, the call screener back, even as we speak. But the thing about uh, Obama and, and, and Biden, because they were both in on the January 5th, 2017 meeting where they discussed... With, uh, I think it was with Comey and Strzok. Who else is in on that? Susan Rice? Um, anyway, a couple other people. The ongoing attempt to get uh, Trump by way of getting uh, Michael Flynn. So a lot of people aren't going to be satisfied unless uh, Obama and Biden are in handcuffs, and Hillary. And the, So the question... The question would be this. Um, Is everyone who's guilty of breaking federal laws, going after a presidential candidate, nominee, and then a president-elect, and then a sitting president, do all those people deserve to go to prison? Well, sure. Of course they do. What someone has suggested, though, is... If, if you were to indict a former president, does that set the precedent that the next time we have a Democrat president, he would indict Trump on Trump-top charges? And, and, when everything comes out about this Obamagate investigation, and how horrible what they did was, and how many people do go to jail. Would the electoral consequences to the Democrat Party be worse than the electoral consequences were to the Republican Party after Watergate and Nixon resigned, and would they be so bad that even if, even if Barack Obama didn't go to jail, he might wish he was in there? So that is what some folks have said. But um, 877-381-3811, uh, let, me, uh, let me grab some, some more phone calls here, squeeze another one in here. Um, Tony in L.A., you're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. Tony, what do you think? Hi, how are you doing today? Pretty good, sir.
6: My take, you know, having been a former federal investigator working for one of the regulatory agencies in the banking system. Yes, sir. um, I think that this is just the the beginning or the tip of the the iceberg. I believe that we have the small fish that's rolled. Granted, he's not a little guy in terms of the organizational structure. I get that. But he's the first one out. And uh, from there, typically, these things will build. I share the frustration of a lot of your callers that it seems to be taking a long time. But I guess guess what? Justice does take a long time, and we're going to get these guys. It doesn't happen overnight. It just takes time. Yeah. and We just build a case and, and uh, you know, let things come out as they do.
2: Tony, let me ask uh, Tony, let me ask something. As a former federal investigator, when people tell you uh, John Durham really couldn't get the ball rolling until after Robert Mueller's report came out, which even with 17 rabid anti-Trump Democrat investigators— They couldn't find anything actionable, couldn't find anything to indict Trump or any of his people on. But that had to fully play itself out for almost two years before they could start really investigating the coup attempt and even investigating the Mueller team itself. Uh, Does does that make sense to you, given your background um, investigating stuff for the feds?
6: Well, actually, it does. Uh, Essentially, the the subterfuge that was going on with the the entire Trump fiasco um, caused caused Durham to delay to wait to see how things played out. And at the same time, that didn't mean that the pick and shovel work wasn't being done, that him and his team wasn't wasn't putting together the, the beginnings of the investigative process. But they just had to wait before they could really roll on this thing to understand the magnitude or the scope. Of what they were looking at and and i think that really the the Mueller report finally being issued which took so long um gave them the the, the go ahead kind of the flag went up and now they could go ahead and really start looking at, at what was coming coming down the pipeline
2: Muller report and the uh and the um ig report also um right, exactly yeah got about 30 seconds here also what does it say to you that the bar in Durham went to foreign countries to talk to intel heads and heads of state in foreign countries, that people just don't realize how, how big and widespread this thing was and how time-consuming it is, right?
6: Exactly right. And uh, the scope of the, of the investigation continued to grow as the tentacles spread out, and, and they began to really get a sense for just how far they had to take this, to really give it its, its just due to really finish the product and to finish the results for the the satisfaction of the
2: people. Very good, Tony. Appreciate your call. Appreciate your service to our country. God bless you. Thank you very much. Everybody wants to talk about this today. 877-381-3811. More coming up after the top of the hour. Doc Washburn from Little Rock. Filling in for the great one, Mark Levin.
3: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.
1: here now broadcasting from the underground command post deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building we've once again made contact with our leader mark
2: levin doc washburn filling in for the great one mark levin from little Rock, arkansas this evening and uh, just delighted to be here uh, just hit the reset button here. Starting hour number two. U.S. Attorney John Durham today charged a former FBI attorney with making a false statement. The first prosecution brought as part of an inquiry into the handling of Crossfire Hurricane, the code name for the FBI's troubled investigation of the Trump campaign. John Durham charged Kevin Kleinsmith with one count of making a false statement committed in the process of vetting for a warrant application to spy on a former Trump campaign associate, Carter Page. According to a criminal information filed today in a federal court in Washington, Smith altered the content of an email he forwarded to an FBI special agent to say that Carter Page was not a source for the CIA, even though the CIA had advised FBI attorney Kevin Smith that the opposite was true. The special agent then relied on the email that he had purposely adulterated to sign off on a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act warrant application used to spy on Carter Page. According to a report by the Department of Justice, Inspector General, and the Criminal Information, Smith. Contacted the CIA liaison June 2017 to find out if Carter Page was a source for the CIA as part of preparations to renew the spy warrant. The liaison with the CIA responded with a list of documents and advised Kleinsmith that Carter Page had provided direct reporting to the CIA in the past. When the DOJ Inspector General asked Kevin Kleinsmith why he subsequently Described Carter Page as not a source for the CIA. Kleinsmith said he recalled the CIA liaison saying Carter Page was not a source of theirs, but rather incidentally reporting information via a source of theirs. When the Inspector General asked the CIA liaison about the same, the liaison said her email stated just the opposite. How about them, Apples? By the way, this is over at the theepooktimes.com. Kleinsmith's attorney Justin Shore told the AP his client is expected to plead guilty. President Trump, who had long asserted the Obama administration spied on his campaign, told reporters at the White House, quote, that's just the beginning, I would imagine, because what happened should never happen again. The fact is they spied on my campaign, and they got caught, and you'll be hearing more. How about them Apples. Before the FBI filed its first application to spy on Carter Page, the CIA had informed it in August 2016 that Carter Page was an operational contact for the CIA, that he had informed the CIA about his contacts with Russian intelligence officers. The FBI never included that information in the four spy warrant applications to the secret foreign intelligence surveillance court. Let me tell you how important this is. Because when you are a federal agent trying to get a warrant out of the FISA court, the FISA court really has to rely on you telling the truth because um, it's not like a regular court where the person you're going after has a defense attorney on the other side of the courtroom who's privy to what you're doing. So you got to tell the truth. And, you know, there have been some civil libertarians there in Congress saying, you know, don't even know if the FISA court's constitutional. Not even sure about that. But, um, <clears throat> you see how it got out of hand here. Before the FBI applied for the fourth and final spy warrant on Carter Page, he had publicly stated he had worked with the CIA. This appears to have prompted the FBI's supervisory special agent to ask Kevin Kleinsmith to reach out to the CIA to see if Page was a source for the agency. Now, this is deep into 2017 by this time, right? Kleinsmith wrote to the CIA liaison before asking for confirmation if Carter Page was a source, saying we need some clarification on him. There's an indication he may be a source. This is a fact. We would need to disclose in our next FISA renewal. After learning of Kleinsmith's email forgery, a FISA court judge ordered the FBI to identify all the surveillance applications Kleinsmith was involved in. The court also barred him from participating in the preparation of future FISA applications. The plethora of errors and the applications prompted a rare rebuke from the FISA court, which ordered the FBI to prove why the court should trust any of its applications. According to the criminal information filed today, Smith's tenure at the FBI ended September 21st last year. Let me, uh, I mean, there's a lot more, but I want to get some callers, and, and I want to just remind you what President Trump said a couple years ago.
3: Oh, but did we catch them in the act or what? You know what I'm talking. Oh, did we catch them in the act? They are very embarrassed. They never thought they were going to get caught. We caught them.
2: I happen to believe him. I happen to believe him. That they did get caught. All right, eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. People all over America want to get on the. Mark Levin Show. Let's see how many people we can get on. Michelle, Atlantic City, New Jersey. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up?
7: Hi, how are you?
2: Hey there, doing great. What you got?
7: So my whole point is that people should not be so upset that that um, he was the first one because they never go after to the top person first. They always start at the bottom and work their way up. So there actually had to be a grand jury because they just don't indict somebody without all the information in a grand jury. So it was probably a grand jury for him. And I understand there has been several other grand juries already. So I think this is just the beginning of what we're going to see. And as it goes along, it's going to get better.
2: And I think you're right, Michelle, and, and and I appreciate your call. God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, one of the things, and, and I don't doubt there were several grand juries because, you know, they're secret. And so we, we might never know how many of them there were. Uh, Attorney General Barr did say that the COVID situation had made some things difficult for uh for John Durham here the past few months, and it delayed some things, and that was, you know, disappointing. But he's still going full speed ahead. He's still going full speed ahead. All right, let me talk to uh, Jeff in Summit, New Jersey. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, Jeff?
8: Doc, hi. Thanks for taking my call. I have to tell you, you are a great fill-in host for Mark. I always enjoy hearing you.
2: Well, you're too kind. I appreciate that.
8: Uh, you know to one of your earlier callers who was very upset that uh, Obama and Biden particularly Obama was uh, not being indicted uh, and you made a point that uh, it sets sort of a dangerous precedent if we indict former presidents but I think there's a flip side to that coin and there's yep. I think an even more dangerous precedent if we allow sitting presidents to violate every single law that we have in this country
9: yeah and
8: then they can get away and then they can get away with it and I think you know, there's an old saying that stinks from the head. And yeah. One of the reasons that we're seeing all this violence with BLM and Antifa, uh, and, and they feel that they can get away with it, is because from the very top, from a, a community organizer like Obama, yeah. he essentially took the office of the presidency, and he violated virtually all the laws that we have, particularly. Uh, uh, you know, I believe that all of this spying on the Trump campaign couldn't have gone on without his, if not his imprimatur, certainly without his knowledge and and his sort of casting a blind eye towards it. And I think that's why we're seeing this kind of, you know, radical defiance that we have today is because you had a leader like Obama who was able to get away with this. You know, the first priority, the first obligation of a sitting president of the executive branch is to, you know, uphold and defend the laws of the land and the Constitution of the United States.
2: Absolutely, yeah. No question. No question.
8: And I think it sets an even more dangerous precedent if when we, you know, yes, it can, be, it can be weaponized as everything gets weaponized. But if we truly have a solid case where we have a former president who has violated as many laws as it appears that President Obama has violated, to allow him to get away with that, I think is worse than worrying about whether or not we're going to have, you know, future Congresses or future uh, Justice Departments sort of indicting presidents willy-nilly because you really do have to have a substantial basis for indicting a president. I think it's a pretty high bar.
2: Yeah, no, I understand, Jeff, and ordinarily, I take a really strong position on one side or the other of an issue. Uh, In this case, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because it's something I'm still kind of thinking about, you know. Um, I think I've heard uh, good uh, arguments from both sides, and And you certainly have a very good argument, like what precedent do we set if we let a president of the United States get away with all the stuff that Obama got away with because, you know, it's pretty clear also, and I appreciate your call. Thank you, Jeff. It's pretty clear from what has been said recently, social media accounts of a lot of, not only social media accounts, but congressional testimony, of a lot of the people who were there, who were in the room, people like Sally Yates, uh, Susan Rice, it looks like they're probably going to try to make Jim Comey the fall guy. Right? And if you're going to tell me that this was all Comey's idea, that uh, Brennan, Obama... Sally Yates, Loretta Lynch, nobody else above Comey? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I see both sides of that. What precedent do you set by indicting a former president? What precedent do you set by letting him get away with it? And then, of course, we still have the listeners who are like, got it, this is just Kevin Kleinsmith. I never heard of him before, and it's not going to lead anything else. And if we don't get something done by the, uh, uh, by the election and Trump loses, look, Trump's not going to lose. Joe Biden's not even running for president, actually. That's not a presidential campaign. And we could talk about that, too. And I'll get into all kinds of reasons why I think there's no chance Trump loses. But I don't want to get you complacent. I want to make sure that everyone, and there are millions of people within the sound of my voice. Somebody said earlier that tens of thousands of people listening are probably very frustrated. Only if that's a very small minority of Mark Levin's audience tonight. There are millions of people listening tonight. Each one of you needs to go out there and vote Republican straight down the line. More calls coming up. 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Doc Washburn filling in from Mark Levin from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, look, they I believe they had this Kevin Kleinsmith guy, this top FBI lawyer, dead to rights. His name's all over everything. And the fact they let him plead to one thing today, um, I just think it's crazy to think that he's not going to roll over on bigger fish. That's number one. Number two, I get people saying, look, um, Barr and Durham better get the show on the road because if Trump were to be defeated, Barr even admitted it. Yeah, the whole thing goes out the window if Biden were to defeat Trump. Of course, just between you and me uh, and the millions of people listening, I I don't know what color the sky is in the world in which uh, Dementia Joe could actually beat a president like Trump who's had such success in this putting together an incredible, unprecedented economy before and after the Chinese communist coronavirus hysteria. Oh, by the way, uh, what what does Mark call him? Anthony Tony Fouch Fouch now says, I I don't see why you couldn't go vote November 3rd. So, (laughs) is he the Democrats hero or not? Anyway, um, so, all year-long during the primaries, you know, President Trump didn't have any, uh, any competition, and people were setting records voting for a president running for re-election and a party primary with no, no opposition. It's number one. Number two, uh, recently Politico uh, did an article, guess how many doors the Trump campaign is knocking on to talk to voters every week, a million, a million doors a week. Guess how many doors dementia Joe's team is knocking on? Zero. Nada. Zilch. Zap. Not a Nada Not a dangum door. Joe Biden's not running for president. Um, a theory put out there by a, a buddy of mine, um, Brian Cates, over at UncoverDC.com, is that the Democrats are stuck with him because the Ukraine deal is such a big mess of corruption that if he or his son Hunter are ever indicted, um, the Democrats have to make it look like Trump and Barr are going after a political opponent. They're stuck with him. Three days in a row now, three days in a row, Biden's handlers have basically herded reporters out of the room where he and Harris had a little small talk for the press and then no questions, no questions, no question. He can't handle it. He was saying something like uh, Trump doesn't really want an election as they were going, okay, guys, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's not how you run for president. And, you know, I find it remarkable. And, and again, I love Brett Baer; I think he's a great reporter. But when uh, Jared Kushner was on with him yesterday, Say and, and Brett was talking about Fox News polls and, and, and Jared was saying, Yeah, register voters, not likely voters, and, and Brett, you know, said, Okay, I I, I get that. You'd rather us do a poll of likely voters that said register voters. Well it wasn't Brett's decision. He he admitted I I I don't know why they don't. Everybody is acting like even on Fox, everybody's acting like the same polls that were wrong in twenty sixteen are right this year. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I know, I know. They're going to try to steal it. I know, but it's got to be close for them to steal it, and it's not going to be close. Eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. 381 3811 Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. Mark LeVette.
1: you want to talk to Mark, we have two numbers for you to call. For regular Americans, call 877-381-3811. For liberals, call
2: 877-381-3811. Hey, Doc Washburn here at Little Rock, Arkansas, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. I don't know if you noticed uh, recently the FBI raided offices of something called Optima Holdings in Cleveland and Miami simultaneously. I found out about it because I stumbled across a uh, Cleveland television station that had a, uh, a reporter out front of one Cleveland center in Cleveland, Ohio. And, yes, the FBI is here, and they're raiding this uh, office uh, owned by um, It's building, this uh Company owned by this uh, Ukrainian oligarch, this Ukrainian billionaire. She talks to the uh, spokeswoman for the FBI in Cleveland. Yes, we can confirm we're also raiding uh, the same company offices down in Miami. <clears throat> Turns out the guy's got something called a private bank, private without the E, because that's kind of cool how they spell it over there in, in, in Europe, which was like the, the main financial holder for Burisma. Barisma, Where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the company that was giving uh, Hunter Biden Hunter Biden a million dollars a year for going to a board meeting once or twice a year, right? Right, 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 right. Now, everybody's saying well, I thought I thought Barr said they weren't going to go after Biden. It always pays to look at the actual the actual statement. What Barr said was something along the lines of months ago, well, based on the information I have now, I can't see why Attorney Durham would go after anybody running for president. Well, I mean, that's a statement with so many holes in it, you could drive a truck through. Based on the information I have right now. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Durham hasn't told him everything. I don't see a reason Durham would go after somebody running for president. Well, a lot of people don't realize, because when Barr makes announcements, a lot of times, he'll make the announcement just once. He's not going to beat people over the head with it. He's not going to remind people. And the people forget about it. But months and months ago, William Barr announced that the U.S. attorney for Western Pennsylvania was investigating Ukraine and all the corruption surrounding it. And it's a lot bigger than the Bidens. So, it's got nothing to do with Durham. So, like I said, going into the break, and again, again, I give credit where it's due. Uh, Brian Cates, a guy that writes for the EpochTimes.com and and writes for UncoverDC.com, put out the theory uh, months ago, the Democrats are stuck with Biden because the Ukraine gate deal is so big and so corrupt and so many billions of dollars from aid went to Ukraine and disappeared that if and when any indictments come down, getting anywhere near Joe Biden or Hunter Biden, the Democrats have to be able to say, oh, well, Trump and Barr are just going after his political opponent. That's why they're running a literal dementia patient for for president. Just so you know. All right. Uh, one, one. Uh, let's grab some phone calls. James in San Diego, we appreciate your patience, sir. You're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up?
10: Hi, Doc. How are you? Uh, Long time listening, actually. Uh, I appreciate your show. It, it, it's wonderful. But anyway, um, you know, what what happened today is with the way the future was, of course,
2: I'm sorry, James, sounds like you're breaking up on us a little bit. Are, are you still there?
10: They get what they need. And then once they get what they need, that's what they, they go after. They already know all the answers. They already put the questions the that they're going to ask. I personally believe this is just a small stepping stone to a much greater, greater thing, a much larger prosecution. Do I think that they're going to go after Obama. I mean, hey, look, he's got his fingerprints
9: all over
10: that thing. Everybody, you got to be stupid not to know that. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. you know, if, if it was bad enough, probably they will. But they'll never get him because he'll probably flee the country and you never have to again. <laughs> but, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I trust the Democrat as far as I can go. And being a you big know, guy. You know, James,
2: i gotta, I got to say something because that reminds me of something that I've said before, but I don't know if I've said it on the Mark Levin show. I trust a Democrat politician as far as I can throw former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and his slightly chunkier cousin simultaneously. (laughs) That's good. Thanks, thanks. I'll be here all week. Come early Friday for the No Smoking Show. Thank you, (laughs) But,
10: you know, (laughs) I've got to let you know that this is just the beginning. This is just...
9: Oh, yeah.
10: I think they're going to find out a lot more, and a lot more is going to come out, and maybe Pizzagate will get exposed. Uh, a lot of other things will get exposed, maybe, and once they start unraveling things, just more than what's going into because he's, he's the attorney general. If he finds other criminal acts and other things, he can go after that, but a yeah. prosecutor was all the answers to everything. The question yeah. that he's asking is if the guy's going to lie, that's why he probably flipped really quickly, mm-hmm. because... He played guilty really quick is because he knows if he says no to anything that they already know,
2: he's done. Well not only not only that, James, and, and I appreciate your call. God bless you. Thank you. Not only that, but Kevin Kleinsmith's name was all over everything. They had him dead to rights. They had him dead to rights. And so, yeah, I, I thank thank you, James. All right, uh, let's grab some more calls here at eight seven seven 381 3811 uh, Anthony, in Newport, North Carolina. That's out toward the coast, right, Anthony? Yes, sir. I'm right, I'm right
11: next to the beach. It's beautiful out here, especially excellent. here. Excellent. Hey, I just wanted to say everyone uh, is talking, rightfully so, about what Durham and Barr and Trump is saying. But what I find most telling is that this rat, Kevin he, he he served in the FBI under Comey. Yes. He hasn't come out and condemned him. Right. He has said nothing. He's got a dirty cop working under him that led to the investigation of our president, and he's just sitting on his thumb, not saying anything. Yeah. I just wanted you to mull over that. And then I got another point for these losers, these professional athletes that keep uh, bending the knee for sure. a great national sure. flag. Yeah. I just wanted to put, put out this point, because they pretend to be social justice warriors, they're woke, America sucks, but can maybe you'll be able to answer this for me. Can you think of any other profession that has a bigger pay disparity between men and women than professional athletics because i'm just waiting on their leadership i'm waiting for them to split their pay with the women yeah, and start making this right equal pay for equal work
2: no you're absolutely correct, and they they really do need to um, the NBA really does need to. Uh, Achieve some kind of uh, parity in their paychecks with the WNBA, and uh, frankly, <clears throat> Major League Baseball, since they are now doing the kneeling also, and there isn't a uh, a Major League uh, female baseball, uh, they need to spend their money putting that together so they can achieve uh, paycheck parity with something that doesn't even exist now find some actual women who can play uh, baseball and give them you know a lot of their money if you're going to kneel uh and disrespect the flag then uh yeah you're asking for it anthony great call brother i appreciate it thank you very much all right uh 877-381-3811 uh let me go to um bill in falls church virginia somewhere i lived when i was a tiny tiny tyke bill you're on the uh mark levin show doc Washburn filling in what's up sir
3: well, thank you, Doc. Now, we're, uh, maybe we're beyond the issue, but uh, I, when I talk to your uh, operator here, uh, uh, Scooter Libby. Yes. Uh, Dick Cheney's chief of staff. Yes, sir. Uh, no, sm- no small thing. Uh, right. he, was, he went to jail, went to prison for outing a Valerie Plaine. Now, Valerie Plaine was a, uh, a what, what is in the CIA, a knock. Non-official cover. Yeah, she wasn't. A, she was not an agent, but she was helping, and, and that's what Carter Page was doing. And you cannot out these people. But this guy, Kevin, uh, uh, whatever, Klein Smith, yeah. doing. Yeah, he, he's effectively outed Scooter Libby. I, I, I used to be a knock. Uh,
2: he, I was in he, the first he, Bush administration. He outed Carter Page. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, Carter Page. I, I knew the way he was answering the questions when they first honed in on him. That uh, w- 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 what he had to do. You could you, you never admit to what you're doing, and if you ever get caught, we never heard from him. Uh, right? Never sure. heard about you.
2: <laughs> and, yeah. And, and and one of the things that was was so horrible about what they did with Libby, they got him on a process crime for misremembering a phone call. He wasn't trying to out a CIA agent. And, and Richard Armitage, who worked for uh, um, Colin Powell the whole time, knew that Scooter Libby was not guilty of anything and kept his mouth shut.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you've got to know, and I'm sure you do, there is a lot of competition between the FBI and the CIA. Sure. The FBI is, the FBI is national okay their jurisdiction does not go beyond the, uh, the, our borders uh, right. theoretically Directly and then the right. CIA the, the CIA they're international right uh, so uh, there there had to be some jealousy or something uh, about Carter Page uh, involving this whole thing because they went at, uh, I mean they went after as you know don't,
2: several times don't don't you think instead of jealousy it was just uh, he was a handy uh, guy to exploit to use to try to get to Trump i don't think they cared about page one way or the other do you
3: well, uh, he, he was he was the uh open door uh, yeah. to, to all that happened. Uh you know, right. because you you've you already described how how this thing works. Uh, but, but uh Carter Page was, was a patriot and Absolutely. is a patriot. Absolutely. I mean, for for anybody to denigrate him, uh they they don't know they don't know they better wake up and smell the the, the coffee because Absolutely. Uh, yes, sir. There are a lot of people, there are a lot of people uh, in, in Carter Page's uh, similar position who are serving this country every day, every day. Yes, sir. And Absolutely. They, uh, so anyway, all I got to <laughs> tell oh, by the way, I used to go to uh, Ukraine, to Donetsk, and I wow. want to tell you, Wow. I want to tell you, that's where they went. I, I've been there a lot, <clears> yeah. all through the transition, all through the transition of the wall coming down, and I'm telling you, Everybody is on the take.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's why. And I and I appreciate your call, Bill, and I appreciate your service. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, that is why uh, it was such a shock to the system over there when the wrong guy got elected prime minister. He and Trump really did have a lot in common. And think back to this sham impeachment they did at the start of this year That's how terrified the Democrats are of everything coming out about Ukraine and who was the one Republican that voted to convict Donald Trump of impeachment. That's right. Mittens Romney, the old Pierre Delecto. And and why do you think he did that? And I wonder if it will come out. Why he had more in common with the Democrats trying to take Trump out than he did with the Republican Party and patriotic Americans. Just a thought to throw out there to you. All right, uh, 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn continuing from Little Rock, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin.
1: Mark Levin.
2: All right, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, from his affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas, K-A-R-N. I was just so delighted to have the chance to fill in today. And we've got another hour to go, I get it. But the day that I can tell everybody who's been telling me for, what, three and a half years, nobody's going to be held accountable, wake me up when there are indictments, And today, Kevin Kleinsmith, top FBI attorney, dead to rights. There's no way he falsified an email and said, no, Carter Page, you know, he wasn't a CIA asset. There's no way he did that without the higher ups knowing. And also, in the criminal pleading today, in in the uh, criminal investigation paper that came out, it is mentioned that he did tell higher-ups that this guy actually was a CIA asset. All right, 877-381-3811. Uh, let's grab some uh, some calls here. Paul, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, you're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, sir?
3: Oh, my
5: God, thank you. You know, you're the one to best hosts. I was the mayor of a city, okay? Yes, sir. I cannot believe that Portland mayor would allow her city to be destroyed. But you know what? When you look at Portland and you look at mailing ballots, Oregon is mailing Mm. ballots. That's all Democrats. That's all I got to say, brother.
2: Mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were insisting that People are not going to get their financial assistance because of the uh, Chinese communist coronavirus unless uh, President Trump would sign some legislation mandating mail-in ballots for the whole country. And President Trump told them to take a long walk off a short pier. He wasn't going to do it. It's all about uh, them trying to steal any election. And when the governor of Nevada recently said, hey, we're going to do it in our state anyway, he got sued so quickly. And I think he's going to lose. I think he's going to lose. There, there's not going to be any national mainland balance. It's not going to happen. All right, uh, let me grab a call real quick from uh, Jimmy in Brooklyn. Jimmy, I think we got about a minute. Let's make it count, brother. What you got?
12: Yeah, a little while, earlier in the show, uh, a guy called, I think he was a marine, a, a military veteran in Vietnam War. Yeah. Look, we can't be so discouraged and demoralized that we throw up our hands and say to hell with this. Amen. Our enemies are totally united. <clears throat> Tens of thousands of nuclear missiles aimed at us. Yep. The forces in the street are part of that, whether they realize it or not. So you yep. have the people in the streets here rioting, the communists, the Marxists, and their allies among the, the anarchists. And they know they're united because in in our history, this is the first time that they actually have a chance that they could topple us because America has always been enemy number one to the Soviets. We stand in the way of the world socialist, world communist movement. So They feel that they have us on our heels. We're we're like leaning over and then Trump like parachuted right in the midst of us.
2: Yeah, 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 he certainly did. Jimmy, I got to run to a Great call, brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate your passion. Appreciate your patriotism. And they're wrong because they're not going to win. All right, uh, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. From the Westwood One
3: Podcast Network.
0: Now
1: broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark
2: Levin. All right, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. From his affiliate KARN in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, Look, I got to mention to you, on Freedom of the Press, Mark's latest fantastic New York Times bestselling book is now available in paperback. Also, make sure you catch Mark Levin this Sunday night on Life, Liberty, and Levin. He will be discussing Joe Biden picking California Senator Kamala Harris to be his vice presidential running mate with Mark Pulliam, attorney and contributing editor of Law and Liberty. Also, with Joe Concha, media reporter over the TheHill.com. So uh, definitely want to check that out, Life, Liberty, and Levin, every Sunday night on Fox News Channel. Okay, uh, today is a very historic day. The first of what I believe will be many indictments in Obamagate, Gate, whatever you want to call the coup attempt to take down the president, but I would be remiss in my duty. If I didn't mention another serious story that is out there, a story that the mainstream media has tried to ignore. Um, Let's give some credit to uh, Matt Walsh over at uh, The Blaze for beating the mainstream media over the head with this. The story of the five-year-old Cannon Hennett in Wilson, North Carolina, who was murdered, point-blank range, point-blank range, gunshot to the head as he was riding his bike, allegedly by his 25-year-old neighbor, Darius Sessoms. Now, at any given moment, there are millions of people listening to The Mark Levin Show. This is the third most listened to nationally syndicated radio talk show in America. And so why is it that so many of these millions of people have not heard this name, Canon Hinnant? Well, it goes against the narrative that's pushed in the mainstream media. The narrative that there are a whole bunch of white cops looking for excuses to murder young black men. See, because in this case, the next-door neighbor, Darius Sessoms, who's been arrested in the murder of five-year-old Canon Hennett, in this case, the next-door neighbor, the alleged murderer, is black, and the five-year-old Canon Hennett is white. And so this is a murder that doesn't count, because I think so many of the people that pull the strings in the mainstream media are racist, and they assume that you're racist, so... You know, we can't let anything destroy the narrative. The same reason that the uh, the black highway patrolman in Mississippi, who was murdered, allegedly, by three young black men, last weekend didn't make the news. Uh, the same reason that uh, it just it, it goes against the narrative. But I, I, I promise you, I promise you, if Cannon... Hennett had been a little five-year-old black boy murdered by his 25-year-old white neighbor. Everybody in America would know that name, just like everybody knows the name George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, the gentle giant Michael Brown. So when folk talk about systemic racism in, in America, Sometimes I wonder if that systemic racism is running rampant in the halls of CNN, USA Today, organizations like that that are finally having to talk about it, but leaving out the words white and black. Words they would not have left out if it was the other way around. So I just wanted to dignify and respect the life of a five-year-old boy who has been taken from us. And this is going to be kind of tough, but um, I got about 41 seconds of his father, Austin Hinnant, who, by the way, had had the next-door neighbor over for dinner just a day or two before the shooting. These families had lived side by side for years. Some extended members of the family who had been playmates with the alleged murderer growing up were shocked. They are like, I, I don't see how in the world. I could never have imagined that he would be capable of murder. And I don't even want to get started on the people on social media who are celebrating the murder because of this uh, this mythical white privilege that they think an innocent five-year-old boy had? It's depraved. It's depraved. Here is the uh, the father of the deceased Canon Hennett, who was murdered last Sunday night in Wilson, North Carolina, at 5:30 p.m. They said the alleged murderer took off in a car and was arrested the next day. Here is Ken and Hennett's father.
6: They can't imagine what it's like to hold your son while he's suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. as his blood run down my
13: arms.
6: Um, as he begins to work on my son, I immediately drop to my knees and I just pray to God. I, I say, God, you're the most righteous and all-powerful. Please just place your hand on my son. And that's to the top of my lungs. Um, he did place his hand on my son, not in the way we all wish. But we're hoping that this tragic accident can bring some love to this world because that's what will wants. Uh, uh, we're relying on our faith in God.
2: Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And I want to say something that uh, I don't know if I've ever said it when I filled in for... Uh, Mark Levin before, about I said it plenty of times on my local show. People who want to divide us on the basis of ethnicity. I got more melanin than you. You got more melanin than me. And so you're less than. Folks who want to do that. Have a darkness in their heart and they're up to no good. And it usually has something to do with money and power. Uh, my listeners, Mark's listeners in New York City who remember Freddie's fashion Mart, might know what I'm talking about with Al Sharpton back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You might have a little inkling on that. Now, we can talk some more this evening, a little bit later on, about the first domino to fall uh, with Obamagate and Kevin Kleinsmith pleading guilty today for what he did to Carter Page. But I just felt like I needed to give some respect and decency and dignity. To this little boy that the mainstream media ignored almost all week and then wanted to uh kind of gloss over some details of the murder all right eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one um let me see where is uh where's line four calling from guys okay I mean all right, let, let's just go to it. Let me talk to uh, KJ. You're on the Mark Levin Show, Doc Washington, Philly In KJ, where are you calling from?
14: Hey, calling from
2: St. Louis. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts, sir?
14: Well, this is my thoughts. Um, as I was telling the producers, I just think that, you know, it, a lot of talking points that we're hearing from Republicans and Democrats on both sides but not a lot of action. Unemployment at an all-time high. Coronavirus at an all-time high. Um, and there's just not a lot of action from politics right now. And American people deserve so much more than what we're hearing. And as it relates to this young five-year-old kid, I, I mean, my heart goes out to his family. Any kid, black, white, Chinese, right. his family, any right. kid that loses life, it, it's just sad. So I, I, I just wish both sides, Republicans and Democrats, would do be better.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. What, what is it the Republicans need to do better with?
14: Well, I mean, I just hear a lot of negative talking points. It's always hitting one side versus the other. I don't, especially when it comes from the leader of it, at the top, the president. I don't hear him uniting uniting um, Americans right now when there's a lot of opportunities. I don't see him just taking coronavirus seriously. He wants to wear a mask. He doesn't want to wear a mask. Should I take it seriously? He doesn't listen to the sciences. Just, we just need leadership, Republicans or Democrats, somebody that can unify us all, bring us all together. Uh, Americans are really hurting right now, and we just hear a lot of talk. I mean, I watch Fox News and CNN, MSNBC. I listen to all sides. Um, yeah, I, I, I write my politicians all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm in Missouri, but I also I'm from Illinois, so I mean, I'm involved locally. It's just it's just sad right now, and not I, I mean, i am way around. I mean, it's just I would I, it's an F on both sides
9: right
2: now. I appreciate your call, KJ from St. Louis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I think if President Trump had not listened to the scientists that he would not have called for us to radically change our way of life in March. I'm pretty sure he was listening to Dr. Fauci and Dr. Birx at that point. As far as President Trump not doing anything about the coronavirus, um, at the end of January, he cut off commercial air travel with China. Something that everybody in the room at the time was against. Something that since then they've admitted saved lives. And as far as unemployment being at an all-time high... It just isn't. It wasn't even at an all-time high three months ago in the midst of this pandemic. It has certainly come back from then. Unemployment being at an all-time high, I believe you'd have to be looking at the 1930s under uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, But the idea that he's not listening to the scientists. I'm old enough to remember when the president brought out the uh, director of... Homeland Security's a bioengineering lab. A few months ago, who said we've been doing all kinds of experiments on this coronavirus, and guess what kills it? Sunlight, UV rays, heat, humidity. I think that the people not listening to the scientists are the people who want the shutdowns to go on, and are ignoring hydroxychloroquine. Uh oh. Now maybe I'll be canceled. All right, more coming up straight ahead. Let's talk about it. 877-381-3811. Say his name, please. Say this little boy's name, Canon Hinnant. All right, Doc Washburn continuing from Little Rock for the great one, Mark Levin.
1: Mark Levin.
2: All right, Doc Washburn filling in for great one, Mark Levin. And Mr. Producer, I apologize if I didn't hear you say, hey, go for it, or you're on or whatever, because I was clearing my throat, and you know, that's probably what happened. Uh, 877-381-3811 is the number to call to get into the conversation tonight. Uh, uh, my name is Doc Washburn. I am from Mark Levin's uh, affiliates in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, the place where People really, really appreciate a good Bill Clinton impersonation. Unfortunately, I don't have a good one. All I have is something like, now look, I'm getting sick and tired of this. And I'm only going to say this once. And I want you all to listen, listen, good. I did not smoke cigars. Well, that young woman, Miss Lewin, wait, What? Oh, well, okay, well, maybe I did, maybe I did, but I didn't think I did, so that's the main thing. Is my turner running around here somewhere, David Kendall or Bruce Lindsay or somebody, because I'm feeling my own pain right now. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, I think you just might be. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know if every if people outside of Little Rock would like that, but, you know, people in central Arkansas uh, do. All right, uh, now, that having been said, that having been said, since I did mention something about hydroxychloroquine uh, a little bit earlier before the, uh, the the break, I want to go to Lynette in Spokane, the beautiful uh, area of Washington State. You're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn. Uh, Lynette, we got about a minute and a half. What's up?
15: Hey, hey Doc. Um, yeah, well, I'm not on the crazy side of the state. Um, I, I, uh-huh. I clued right in when you mentioned hydroxychloroquine because I, I had an appointment at the VA... Uh, about a week, going on two weeks ago, and I asked my primary care provider if the VA is treating its COVID patients with hydroxychloroquine, and she stated no. Yeah. And I was like, why? She said, because the drug has been too highly politicized, and now the VA is playing politics with the health care, and if not the lives, of our veterans and my fellow veterans. Um, I I don't know to what extent we've had um, deaths in the VA hospitals um, amongst COVID patients. But I I think nobody's raised the alarm about this. And I, I, you know, there's enough anecdotal evidence, if not the NIH study from 2005, which I have read. I've tried to share. My primary care doc at the VA refuses to read it. Wow. It is somebody has got to sound the alarm. That the VA is now playing politics with the lives of sick veterans. They've been okay. playing with our lives may, enough.
2: May I make a suggestion?
15: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Your,
2: your congresswoman in Spokane is Kathy McMorris Rogers, right?
15: Right, right. Yeah, and, I've, she, I, and she's helped me out on a couple of occasions with, with VA issues. And and she. Well, was this actually, is
2: the this is the big VA issue she needs to help you out with, though, right?
15: Oh yeah, absolutely. I Not mean, this is the one. big I, one. Unfortunate.
2: Yeah, lives are lives are at stake here. Uh, she's the chairperson of the House Republican Conference, and she happily, happily, I'm saying she is your Congress person instead of uh, some liberal Democrat. Um, and I, I would say contact her. Say, look, please, please, on behalf of anybody who might get this Chinese Communist coronavirus, you know, I'm, I'm your constituent. We've talked before. Can we do something here? Lynette, i got to run to it, but God bless you, and thank you for your service to our country. We appreciate you so much. Uh, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin.
0: AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong.
1: Mark doesn't suffer fools well. So, if you're a fool, don't call 877-381-3811.
2: I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, the great one, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Big, big news today for everybody who said, you know what, nobody's ever going to be held accountable because the swamp uh, protects its own. And uh, John Durham's deep state, and and William Barr's swamp, and Trump couldn't fire him if he wanted to, et cetera, et cetera. Uh Uh-oh, what happened today? What happened today? Former top FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith enters a guilty plea for lying, for changing an email about a guy named Carter Page... The CIA said, yeah, he's definitely an asset. He's been very helpful to us, helping us spy on the Russians, patriotic American. So what does Klein Smith do? He said, uh, nope, uh, nope, 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 uh, nope. Uh, no, he was definitely not a CIA asset, so so we can get a warrant with a FISA court and spy on him. And if you're thinking, well, what's the big deal of spying on Carter Page? They're trying to use Carter Page to get to Trump. Because if you get a FISA warrant to to spy on somebody, you can spy on that person, everybody they're in contact with, either by email or text or any other way, and everybody those folks are in contact with. You ever played uh, Six Degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon? I mean, uh, Six Degrees of Separation? That's kind of how it works, but, but only two degrees. And anyway, something to keep in mind. Devin Nunes was on Fox Business with Maria Bartiromo. He said, this is very important. Stefan Halper and Christopher Steele didn't actually spy on the Trump campaign. They manufactured intelligence in order to open an FBI investigation on Donald Trump. All these people knew. Comey, Clapper, Brennan, McCabe, Strzok, whoever. They all knew that there was no Trump-Russia anything. They were having to manufacture evidence. And my understanding is that when it got to the point that these people, whether it was Halper or Christopher Steele or Joseph Massoud, whoever it was, couldn't get Carter Page and George Papadopoulos to say what they wanted them to say, to go, aha, look, see, somebody working for Trump. And they wanted to do something with the Russians. That's when they had to come back in with the Christopher Steele's dossier, which they all knew had no actual legit intelligence. No wonder Peter Strzok and Lisa Page are talking about an insurance policy. So anyway, I'm not trying to rub anybody's face in it who said nothing's ever going to come of this. I'm just trying to give you a reason to celebrate because some people were saying, Hey, I hope I'm wrong. (laughs) Hope something will come of it. I just am so disappointed that it's taken so long. And trust me, um, I do a talk show in little rock, Arkansas. So a lot of my listeners in central Arkansas who saw the Clintons get away with so much for so many years, were so jaded that when I got there in 2014, they were so dejected. They were like, Doc, uh, Hillary's going to be president, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it. And I hate to tell you this, and I wish I was wrong, but it's in the cards, and there's not a thing we can do about it. Of course, this is like a year before Trump came down the golden escalator. You know? But I had so many people in Arkansas who thought, the fixes in. Jeb Bush is going to be the nominee. He's going to lay down and roll over for Hillary, just like Mitt laid down and rolled over for Obama, just like McCain did before him. And we're sunk. So, and they, they you know, we were all thrilled the day after election day on 2016. I said about eight days out from the election day, 2016, I said, you know, he might actually be able to pull this thing off. He might actually be able to pull this thing off. So anyway, one of the questions that came up earlier in the show was, and there are two sides to it, and and, and both sides make sense to me. I'm very, very rarely on the fence on anything. But since this all points back to Obama, and President Trump's been saying this for quite a while and using words like treason, since it all goes back to Obama... The question is if you can get actual intelligence that he can be found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law for whatever laws he broke, and you know he did, do you indict a former president? Now, the one argument is that sets a very bad precedent because a Democrat. Attorney General, under the next Democrat president, will find some trumped-up charges to indict Donald Trump on. So that's a bad, dangerous precedent. The other argument is, no, no, it's a dangerous precedent to let a president get away with an attempted coup. You can't let that stand. So anyway, your thoughts on that? Your thoughts on uh, Kevin Kleinsmith being... uh, uh, pleading guilty today and who he's going to roll over on. And um, should I have listened to my financial advisor months ago when he said, Doc, you're either going to have to uh, invest in um, Jiffy Pop or Orville Redenbacher because people are going to start not just eating popcorn at the movie theater, but eating a lot of popcorn at home. (laughs) 877-381-3811. <laughs> 877-381-3811. Let's grab some phone calls. George is listening in L.A. George, you're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washer filling in. What's up? Hey, I like
7: your show, but I want to say something, and I hope the Americans will listen and that you will also listen. Yes, sir. Um if we allow Obama to walk free and we play the courtly Republican or we have manners, yeah. we're going to end up – that's not how you win, my friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm on your side. I'm a little agitated because people are just so willing to let this go. But let me remind you, nobody wanted to do the filibuster rule. And you remember Harry Reid stunned everyone. By doing that, am I wrong?
2: Yeah, Harry Reid got away, got rid of it uh, to try to get some uh, some Obama judicial uh, appointments in. He he got rid of the two uh, hundred year old filibuster rule for doing uh, like federal court appointments. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah,
7: right. And everybody thought, oh, that could never happen because we don't. Do you really believe if? A Republican had done what Barack Obama did, they wouldn't go after him tooth and nail. That's my point. That's you got a good point. Gotta get my point. Friend. We, gotta get we point. cannot allow, we cannot fight like sissies anymore. We have to fight like longshoremen. We have to fight like dock workers. We yep. have to fight like blue collar people so that these smart these people that think that they're so smart that they just continue to bend the rules, no. Barack Obama must go to jail if he broke the law. Because if this situation was reversed, Trump would go to prison, and you know that. You
2: know, you know for, that. That matter, for that matter, even if he hasn't broken any laws whatsoever, they'll probably find something to prosecute Trump on if a Democrat president ever takes office while Trump is still alive.
7: I know, but you know something? Here's another point. If this stuff doesn't get decided before the election, and for whatever reason Trump does not win, this all goes away. You understand that, right? Not not
2: only do I understand it, William Barr recently said he understands it too.
7: Well, i got to tell you, I don't have faith in Barr. I don't have faith in him. That guy eats at Smith & Walensky every day on taxpayer money. When he does something, I'll jump on his side. But from the minute I saw him... And let me tell you something. If I was made attorney general, I would have brought an indictment within 30 days. I don't care if I had to indict the paper boy. I would have done something. This guy is another phony collecting a paycheck.
2: uh, I'm done. I'm done. That's enough. That's enough. Sorry, George. You have no idea what you're talking about. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I cannot put up with this anymore. for you to call a dedicated public servant like William P. Barr a phony collecting a paycheck, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know, if you're going to comment on something, it might help if you have any idea what you're talking about. For you to think that a conspiracy against a presidential nominee and then a president-elect and then continuing a sitting president as wide Spread as broad as this conspiracy had to be. Numerous intelligence agencies in the United States and in other countries. And you think, oh, well, that'd be easy. That'd be a piece of cake. Yeah, I'll just skip. Uh, I'll just skip lunch. By the way, I looked up Smith and Walensky. Looks pretty good there. I don't know, I'll just skip lunch. Uh, we'll just work extra hours, and uh, we can uh, just wrap it up in a few weeks. Sir, you have no idea what it takes to put together a federal criminal investigation and successfully bring charges against the biggest political scandal in the history of this country. That was disgusting. More calls coming up. I hope the, the rest of the callers will be better than that. What, what is it again? 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn continuing, and for the great one, Mark Levin.
1: Mark Levin.
0: AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over two million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about.
2: All right, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. Mark Levin from Little Rock, Arkansas. It drives me crazy when people call in and say things and they don't have any idea what they're talking about. The last caller before the break, and I think this is the sixth time I've filled in for the great ones, the first time I've kind of blown my stack at a caller. Uh, he said William P. Barr is a phony just collecting a paycheck, which was just outrageous. And he also mentioned... A restaurant, he says, bar eats lunch at every day, and I looked the restaurant up, and guess what? They do not have a location anywhere within hundreds of miles of Washington D.C. So I just, I just felt like I needed to correct the record. I hope you will. Uh, I hope you will, you know, go with that. I can't think of the words. I'm just still so upset. All right, uh, Jesse in Fort Worth, Texas. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washman filling in. What's up, Jesse?
7: Hi, Doc. Good to talk to you. Thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. I I was Texas Army National Guard 1985 to 89, raised old-fashioned by my grandparents, and all I want is equal accountability under
2: the law. That's all I want. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I want
7: everybody who has wronged, whether it be the president, the administration, or we, the people of these United States, I want them to be held to the same standard that anybody else would be. And That's yes. all I'm asking.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I don't blame you, Jesse. I was just putting both sides out there just to to get some response from my callers. And, Jesse, we appreciate your service to our country, and we, we appreciate your call. God bless you. Thank you very much. All right. Um, Eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one Carmelo Laurel Hill, Florida. You are on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up?
5: Hey, thanks, Doc. Uh, I just want to reiterate, basically the same, the same, uh, um, the same theory as the gentleman before me: uh, equal application of the law. You hear everybody talking about no one is above the law, not right. even the president. Right. And uh, the same thing goes for Obama and Hillary Clinton and the whole bunch of the scandalous uh, swamp creatures. You know, they, they all need to, uh, they're treasonous actors. They
8: need to be held accountable.
2: Amen. Amen. I agree, Carmelo. Thank you for your call. Thank you very much. Speaking of Hillary, I keep on hearing that New York police officers were in tears when they saw what was on um, Anthony Wiener's laptop. I just thought I'd throw that out there at the end of the show. I just thought I would throw that out there. Um, all right, let me go to Bill in beautiful Billings, Montana. Bill, we got a couple of minutes left. Let's go for it. What you got?
13: Yeah. So you're talking about how we solve the problem of, uh, you know, uh, reciprocal prosecutions of presidents after they've left the office. Yes, sir. Um, turning it into a partisan circus, and really, we have you have to cut the head of the snake off on this. The FISA yeah. courts have got to go. The Patriot Act
2: has got to go. Oh, the FISA courts. Uncon- the FISA courts, they yeah. yeah. They
13: have to go. They have to go. They have no business in these United States. It's something straight out of the Soviet Union, you know? The KGB had stuff like this. Yeah. and It, it, it has it has to end. That's all I've really got to say. Government intelligence <clears throat> in itself is an oxymoron. They're always going to get it wrong. They're never going to protect you. They didn't protect us on 9-11. They didn't stop the Boston bombers. They're never, ever, ever going to be able to protect us. All they're ever going to be able to do is abuse their positions of power in a partisan manner to preserve their own jobs.
2: Great call, Bill. I appreciate that from uh, Montana there. Yeah, I remember when Louis Gohmert tried to hold uh, uh, FBI Director, then FBI Director Mueller, responsible for why he didn't go after the, the Russians even warned about the Charnav brothers. Why didn't you do surveillance on the mosque they went to in Boston? And Mueller got all indignant and huffy. Uh, and he said, we did outreach to the mosque. We didn't do surveillance. But remember, since you brought up the Boston bombing, i got I to mention this. Remember, for several days there, they had the mugshots out there. We're looking for these two guys. Please, does anybody know? not a peep from anybody at the mosque. And then when they arrested him, oh, yes, oh, we remember them now. But um, yeah, who, who knew? Who had any idea? Who had any idea? You realize U.S. Attorney Western Pennsylvania is investigating all things Ukraine for William Barr, okay? U.S. Attorney Eastern Missouri is investigating not just how the Mueller team handled and mishandled and persecuted Michael Flynn, but investigating, I believe, the whole Mueller team. And then the guy from, uh, was it around Houston, Texas area? Investigating even more stuff. But we're out of time. But I'm going to have to get some popcorn. Thank you so much, Mark Levin, for letting me fill in again. Hope to do it again one of these days. Doc Washburn from Little Rock. Find me on Twitter and Facebook. Have a great weekend.
3: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.